The City Quick Connect podcast is brought to you by the Municipal Association of South Carolina. Hey, everybody. It's Casey Fields, your manager for municipal advocacy at the Municipal Association of South Carolina. Welcome to another edition of City Quick Connect podcast, the podcast that brings you all of the previous week's action at the State House. We give you bill action, and there is no better co-host in the whole land than mine, Scott Platten. Scott, welcome again. Thank you, Casey. I, uh, as much as I grumbled last week about how hot it was, I can't grumble <laughs> this week because no, it was such a fabulously pleasant uh, couple of days on Friday, Thursday and Friday, and Saturday was no good, but. Well, it was freezing it's, cold. It's a little, little, little springtime. My family, my family was, been, my family was complaining. Winter. My family was complaining that I hadn't turned on. I wouldn't turn on the heat. I'm like, why? Why would we do that? So, uh, because it was in the 30s. That's is, why. Uh, which is mild to you. I get that. Scott, a lot of things happened last week. A lot of things happened, and then a lot of things didn't happen. But we're we're closing in. I think we've got what three weeks. Left, yep. am I right? This last Counting week, this, week. Um, mm-hmm. this last week in April, and then two weeks in May, and then um, the the main regular session. And I say main because I think we're going to have some extras. But the main regular session of the 2021 General Assembly will come to a close. The first session of a two-year session, which will continue um, in January of 2022. Um, we've heard, and we can talk about a little bit of this. Um, before we start getting into a couple of details about things that happened last week. But, you know, we, we've, we've talked about them coming back and we have definitely heard, um, that they will work, they will, they'll adjourn signing die on May 13th, which happens to be probably one of the greatest days of the year. Do you have any idea what that date is? You will be turning 29, is that correct? God, yes. That's why we're friends, man. That's why we're friends. Um, so they'll pass a signing die resolution, which mean, which is just basically an adjournment resolution that dictates what they can do, the business they can take up when they come back and when they will come back. We've heard we dates are all over the place, but we definitely think they'll come back sometime in June before the end of the fiscal year to finish up the budget. And we've also heard that they'll come back sometime September, October, maybe to uh, do redistricting. Yeah, definitely they're going to come, the budget, you know, we say that they're going to finish the budget. I mean, by the time the Senate finishes with its version of the budget. Which they're uh, starting tomorrow. Yeah, typically they'll, they'll go to, a, they'll go to a conference committee. I would assume they're going to do the same yeah. this time, but yeah. then they'll, the intent, at least the House's intent as, um, Merle Smith, who's the, Chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee uh, from Sumter said when they passed their version of the budget that they were going to come back so that they could take a crack at this one point whatever right, billion dollars money. In, right. in new money that the Senate is doing. And of course, Chairman Smith also stated that he wanted to provide state employees with a pay raise. Um, right. And you know, I can't remember if the Senate Finance Committee last week included a pay raise for state employees in its version of the budget. Uh, but maybe that, that will get done on the floor this week. But if not, then the House intends to do that, which would, of course, require them 
at the very least to come back. But and, but you remember last year, the Senate passed the budget, the House did not, and right. that's so that's right. why we ended up uh, using the a continuing, a, resolution. A continuing right. resolution for the current yeah. fiscal year. So conceivably, that could happen again this year. The Senate could pass its version of the budget, and they not go to conference, and you know, we come to July first. Now, I don't know. That that I don't think will, that's going to happen. I don't think that will happen. But yeah. uh, it's I mean, it's a possibility now. <laughs> now that we've seen it happen before. <laughs> right. Well, and and you know, this would not be typical for the House to come back to essentially based on what Chairman Smith said, restart its budget discussion, its budget um, debate. When the the Senate takes up the budget this week, I think they'll probably include that money, and then the House will likely introduce an amendment, you know, with their opinion on how to redistribute that money. We'll end up in conference and have a budget by the end of June. Um, But I'll tell you, I I had never seen before – where the Senate, the House adopts a budget, the Senate adopts a budget, sends it back, and the House just doesn't do anything with it. Um, right. I, I've, I've never seen that in my 20 years of – well, I mean, I'm 29. I'll be 29, so I right. guess I haven't been doing this for 20 years. If the, when the House comes back, will it take – will it will it all of its budgets – will all the Ways and Means subcommittees meet again and start from scratch? Or no, I believe will they that just take up, they'll just take up the additional money and figure out what to do with that. Not all the yeah. subcommittees will meet, or perhaps just the full Ways and Means Committee will meet and deliberate about the the additional monies. They don't really have a lot of details on what their what their plans are because I I don't I'm not aware that there really are any definitive plans at this point. We're just going to have to wait and see. Right. They should be introducing the signing down resolution here pretty shortly, and we'll yeah. kind of get a better idea of what they plan to do. But, you know, this has happened before where – now, I don't I don't know if it's been built in the billions um, of dollars, but it's happened before yeah. where the Senate has gotten the extra money. They look like the heroes, and then it goes back right. to the House, and then they share their opinion, and then they fight it out in conference. So I, I kind of think that's what – But that's typically in know, conference – that's typically in conference the the House doesn't – reconvene to essentially right. debate that extra money. They leave it to the conference committee, and, and based on what, again, what Merle Smith said, it doesn't sound like that's going to, the process they're going to use. They're going to use a more, you know, a broader right. house, full house, full house approach to it. So it's Yeah, it'll be, it'll be pretty, I think it's going to be real interesting to watch and to be yeah. a part of, you know, the discussions. But, you know, the good thing is, is that both versions of thus far, both all the versions of the budget, include the same amount for the local government fund, um, which is full funding according to the statute that was passed right. in 2019. So that's a, that's a really, really good position to be in. Um, we don't have to, to duke it out over either version. Um, the Senate Finance Committee did add a proviso that I want you to talk about just a little bit. We talked about it last week um, or week before last maybe, but mm-hmm. last week the Finance Committee um, amended that proviso a little bit. So can you tell – what yeah. what they did to that proviso to amend it. Yeah, so so in subcommittee, uh, Senator Ronnie Cromer from Newberry introduced a proviso that would have suspended the collection of the premium and municipal tax, the state and the municipal business license tax mm-hmm. on title insurance companies. Um, in full committee last week, he introduced an amendment 
to that proviso that was adopted by the full finance committee that suspends only the municipal tax collection and it would only suspend the collection for companies that have domiciled or quote domesticated in South Carolina in in fiscal year 2021. So clearly this Proviso is targeted at a very either an individual company or a very small number of companies, okay. and it it of course and so what it did was preserves the state's collection of the business of the tax the premium tax mm-hmm. on those title insurance companies, but it directs the Department of Insurance to not collect the municipal business license tax from those companies. So uh we are huh. we're in you know we're in discussions about that uh proviso to yeah. uh, understand what its target is. We think we know mm-hmm. we're having discussions and we will uh we'll we'll keep a very close eye on that and be working yeah. to uh to to see what we can see what we can do about that going forward. Great. So that that proviso is included in the Senate Finance Committee version, which will be debated starting tomorrow in the Senate. Right. Uh, the Senate worked last week to um, amend the House version of the Santee Cooper Utility Reform Bill. They finished that last Thursday evening, Thursday afternoon. Um, so that op- that kind of frees the Senate up this week for the budget. And any other remaining issues for the last um, for the last several weeks of the of the session. So that that'll kind of be the the Senate will have, it, assuming that they take only this week with the budget, they'll have two more weeks to handle any other business um, before they adjourn. And their the signing down resolution, like we talked about earlier, that usually narrows what they can um, debate, what they what action they can take. And we'll have to we'll have to see how they write that um, once that is introduced. I really just uh huh. Well, I was going to say about the Santee Cooper bill. Yeah, uh, it's re- it's reform only, uh, or it is. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say, just say only, but it does not uh, contemplate a sale of Santee Cooper. That's right. Uh, it is it is has employed a lot of reforms and changes in terms of structure and oversight mm-hmm. of Santee Cooper. And as a as an as an emerging rules and procedures nerd, I thought it was really interesting yeah. what they did because they've been working all off of a Senate bill. That's right. That's right. Uh that and since that Senate bill had not made crossover Correct. but the but the House's Santee Cooper bill had made it. That's right. Uh, at, it, it made crossover and was yeah. in the Senate. Yeah. They amended the on the floor on second mm-hmm. reading. They amended the House version of the Santee Cooper bill to conform with the amendments to the Senate bill. That's right. Thereby replacing the House bill with all of the language in the Senate bill. Correct. And then gave it third reading uh, uh, last Friday, and then which makes it eligible for enactment this year. Because that's right. Otherwise, they would have had to come up with a two-thirds majority in the House to take right, up the Senate accept. version of the bill. Yeah. So it was. You know, Scott, I just have to say this. 
I'm so proud of you. You've really what? come a long way. <laughs> I, you, I, you really, I, I'm just proud of you. I'm just very, very proud to be your colleague and to have well, walked with you in this journey. You know, it's, it's, you gotta, you have to be creative in manip, manipulating, in, in maneuvering through the, the That's rules. Right. That's exactly uh, right. And this, I, you know, I don't know how terribly creative it was, but, uh, to, to people who are experienced in the, and steeped in the rules like you, but, um, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty, it was very forward thinking to say, hey, we've got this procedural obstacle that we've got to overcome and, Here's how we'll do it. So that was well, obviously and then a they, part um, of the thinking. And then I think it was Matthew that went ahead and put his name on the bill. Um, so they, it would move it to I the contested calendar. No, it wouldn't, no, it who was Rankin. Was it? it was Senator Rankin. Rankin. Oh, yeah, yeah, Rankin, yeah. who was the sponsor yeah, of the Senate bill. Right. He his put his own. To, yeah. To, and to now a, tell me, what does that do? Well, oh, this is a quiz. Go ahead. Well, he, I'll admit it. This is a quiz. In, I'm setting in, pl- in placing his objection on. The Senate, the Senate Nancy bill. Cooper bill, it right. keeps it on the Senate's contested calendar and Correct. therefore makes it ineligible for debate until he removes his name or until I think a two-thirds majority of the Senate says, we want to take this up. Mm-hmm. Very good. So it stops. God, it's, God, I'll tell you what, you're going yeah. places, my friend. You're really going places. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enough of the Senate. That's everything that happened there. Let's let's go across the hall to the House of Representatives and talk about a couple of bills um, that were in committee last week um, that were amended. And I, I want to point out um, both of these bills because of the amendments that were that were placed on them in committee. First, House Bill 3050. That is the bill, Scott, that required a certified law enforcement officer with another officer who was not certified if they are performing official duties. That right. bill was amended in the full judiciary, I believe, committee. Yes. Yes. Full House Judiciary. And tell us what the amendment the amendment does or what it adds. Well it, it. what it, it yeah, it adds a, a number of reform police reform and training measures that were a part of or are a part of a bill that was introduced by Representative Chris Wooten from Lexington <clears throat> called the PACT Act. It was a it was a very comprehensive bill that provided for a lot of training requirements and uh, yeah. law enforcement reform. A lot of changes to procedures too. Yes. And there's some oversight and accountability measures in there as well. Right. And of course Representative Wooten is a former law enforcement officer himself, so he has a you know he has personal uh experience and knowledge in this in these things. So a lot of the pieces of his his bill were amended onto House Bill 3050, um, and that's a good thing moving forward. Um, we understand that there was probably some concerns about some of the fiscal impacts that some of those right. packed provisions might have on the bill. So we'll see if those those provisions survive a floor debate. But um, you know. Being one of the advocacy initiatives for the Municipal Association, law enforcement reform and policing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, improving policing, uh, we were very interested in this and following it and supportive of it. So uh, Erica Wright on our staff will continue to monitor that Absolutely. bill and provide in- input and work with our law enforcement pa- partners uh, to see that thing continue to move forward. 
Perfect. All right. One more bill that I want to talk about that came out of a um, House committee is House Bill 3939. It's another one of the PTSD workers' comp mental mental bills. Now, that bill was also um, amended in full House judiciary, correct? Yes. Uh, okay. So this, this is a bill that was introduced by Representative Tommy Pope and others. Right. Uh, Tommy's from Clover. He's the Speaker Pro Tem. Right. Uh, he had introduced his bill uh, to – it was a very pretty broad-ranging uh, mental, mental, PTSD, uh, workers' comp bill. And right. Joni Nickel on our staff uh, and I worked with the uh, lobbyists for several interests who were uh, several attorney interests, trial lawyers, who wanted to expand this bill. Uh, the bill was amended to include firefighters along with law enforcement personnel and it was amended with much of just about all of the same language as Senate Bill 94. Is it 94? That's the Senate yes. PTSD bill. It's on and the contested calendar. And of course, we worked on Senate Bill 94 along with Senator Tom Young from from um, Aiken on that yep. bill to right. to make it less bad, as we'll right. as we'll describe. <laughs> right. Right. You know, again, certainly the Municipal Association and, of course, all of our cities and towns uh, value and support our first responders, but they also, the city councils also have a fiduciary responsibility to taxpayers to ensure that they support all of our uh, municipal employees in a fiscally responsible way. So, uh, you know, we work to ensure that the PTSD diagnoses for workers' comp purposes were specific and applicable in the right way. So we that moves us, if the bill uh, continues forward, both either of the bills continue forward mm-hmm. as written, then we are currently in a neutral position on those bills. We don't support them, and we're not against them either. So, right, uh, right. And it's it, also it, important to note that both of those, neither of those bills may crossover. So it'd be a pretty, right. It's, it's an uphill climb for them to get out of the chamber and into the other one to be taken up. So, right. But, but yeah. rather, and, and rather than just saying, no, we're against it and we're not yeah. going to, we're not going right. to work, we're not going to work to try and, you know, be, uh, amenable to changes. We work very hard. In the Senate and the House to uh, to to get it to a point to where we can at least be neutral and uh, and show some good faith in in negotiations rather than just right just having a hard than just having a hard no and and um, you know not offering any kind of accommodations or solutions. So and you know um, Scott, there are some there are some things um, there are some bills uh, that we have a hard no on. Yes. That there are some bills where there is no room for negotiation. Um, there is no place to go but no. And I, well, we, can, we have to take those positions on some, and then others we can work to amend, and we can work to 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 make it to where it doesn't well hurt I'll, or help. It kind of just I'll, goes straight down the middle. I'll circle us back to our discussion about that Senate proviso in the budget. That's a hard note. Right, so, right. Um, right. And we're, you know, they're, you're exactly we're in, right. We're in talks to, yeah, work on that. Yeah. 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 What else you got for me? 
Well, you know, this week, obviously, the Senate budget, uh, the Senate's going to be debating the budget on the floor. Um, right. we'll, be watch, we'll be there in the thick of that, uh, watching it very carefully. The House, House calendar's not terribly long. Yeah, they're going to um, – they expected – the speaker said last week to expect this week to be long days on Tuesday and Wednesday on the floor to kind of get through some some bills. So I, yeah. I figure they'll they'll probably be less committee meetings. We'll start to see some committee and subcommittee meetings kind of taper off a little bit, and most of the work will be on the floor. Yeah, the House House committees last week pushed out a lot of product, uh, pushed a lot they of product did. on the floor. So, <laughs> And there's right. there, oh, there are a number of bills number of bills that they pushed out, uh, House uh, Judiciary, EPW, yeah. LCI, and even 3M pushed some product out that we'll, well, we've been a part of. And time we'll to, yeah, and they're going to – those bills, those are going to need some time to uh, be debated. Um, Senate bill, just Senate like bill. the PTSD bill and the 40 and all that. that yeah, stuff. yeah, exactly. Par- the parking bill, Senate Bill 40, is going to be on the House floor this week. Um, it came out of full education and public works last week with mm-hmm. no amendments. Uh, so it, it survived. Um, there was a lot Both of committee and full committee. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, there was a good bit of debate. It was really kind of interesting, particularly in full EPW. Um, there was some debate beginning to get cranked up on that bill. And, um, one of the house members, one of the freshmen and I, uh-huh. He he made a motion for a favorable favorable report, which mm-hmm. which essentially would cut off the debate. Right. And he was asked by another member to withdraw that motion so that they could continue to debate, and he refused. And so Whoa. so that, <laughs> that that forced a vote on the bill. Okay. And, All right. And it it went out. So. Well, talk I, about I, the bull by the horns. Just go ahead I, and grab it there, buddy. Yeah, I, I expect that that will not happen at the on the floor. My my guess is that there will. There, I think there's going to be some extensive debate on that. Whoever, bill. yeah, some, whoever yeah. wanted to debate that in full committee is going to take advantage of the opportunity to yes. do that on the floor. Um, yes, they will. Now, of course, yeah, there, there's some there's some bills that are co- going to cause some extended debate in the house. And of course, so that, yeah. that assumes Casey that 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 the parking bill doesn't get moved to the contested calendar. So right, we'll, that's exactly that right. Could be, that could easily that, happen. I would imagine that there some of the opponents to that bill are will will make that effort to uh, to try yes. and, to try and kill that. Yes, bill. absolutely. Uh, well, Scott, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap us up by reminding everybody of the same thing that I remind you of. I, you know, when we see each other at the office, I always tell you the same thing. Um, although I don't have to tell you to get vaccinated because you already have been and uh, you we're always wearing our masks. So, yeah, um, my, I will be, uh, I will be, my vaccination will be fully effective on Friday. So. Oh, congratulations. Uh, I'm very, very excited about that. I mean, I mean, between my antibodies and the, and the two shots. I think right. I, I feel pretty solid. Yeah. yeah. But I'm also, I'm still wearing my mask. I'm still washing my hands because, good Lord, I, I must have been disgusting before all of this happened because I don't think I've washed my hands this much my entire life. Um, wearing a mask, we're so we're still practice, practicing social distancing, um, and we're doing all the things that we should be doing to keep ourselves healthy and protected so our loved ones will be um, healthy and protected just in case. Um, everybody, please 
stay safe and join us next week for another episode of City Quick Connect Podcast, the legislative edition. Take care, everybody. The City Quick Connect podcast is one of several ways the Municipal Association keeps you informed of the opportunities and issues impacting South Carolina cities and towns. Learn more at www.masc.sc and stay up to date with the association's latest happenings on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.